Hi, and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. And we are three unpublished writers uh, hoping to get published. Um, I'm Cathy, and I'm writing some sort of novel, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> it's genre non-specific. I don't want to become less sure about what writing is. I'm writing a hot mess. <laughs> uh, okay, and I'm with... Uh, Kate. And I'm, I've written a very long fantasy fiction novel, and very... Mediocre short story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're blowing our own trumpets. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm with Laura, um, and I'm in editing hell with an action comedy screenplay and um, in first draft uh, playfulness with a very serious fantasy uh, first person thing. And it's like I'm two different people because there's nothing in common between the two things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're doing well. Okay. And I'm starting this episode with, we got an email. I'm so <laughs> excited. Yay, it wasn't spam. And it wasn't spam. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was from Trevor in Sligo. And uh, we just want to say thanks very much for listening. And uh, we really enjoyed your email. Yeah. Yeah. So. And if you want fan mail read out or your name mentioned on the podcast, just tell us we're amazing. Oh, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's the absolute ticket. Yeah. Includes money. Or, <laughs> I'm sure we can find a way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we won't stand in your way. <laughs> okay, so this week, uh, what I wanted to talk about was um, the survey that came out from the Queen Mary University of London. Um, it's the business of being an author. It's a survey of authors' earnings and contracts, and it was done by um, Professor Joanna Gibson, um, Professor Philip Johnson, and uh, Gaetano de Matua. And I presume I'm killing that last name, but um, that's who it was. And basically, it was the survey that kind of started a lot of conversation um, in the Twitter sphere anyway, uh, around authors and how much authors earned. And it kind of had this uh, much quoted fact that authors earn about 5,000 euro and, um, you know, the earnings weren't really that much. And I guess I was just really interested in it, um, and I just really interested about where kind of this was coming from and that sort of idea. So I actually asked them for the full uh, report, which they were so good mm-hmm. to give me, which is really really nice. And um, I had a little read of it, and yep, I you know could definitely see it was really well researched and really well looked at. Um, and so I just I, I got some interesting points out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just thought it might be just kind of interesting. Um, so, um. So the first fact was that um, authors have had like a fall in their income over the last couple of years and the current average earning is about £17,000. So all of this is in pounds sterling, okay. just by the way, obviously, because it was uh, City of London. Um, and there's a difference between professional authors and occupational authors. Um, and it seemed to me that no matter how much of your professional life you spend writing, I feel like... You're only a writer if the majority of your income comes from writing. So the people who kind of responded to this survey, they were um, kind of teachers and um, journalists. Um, some were retired, some were playwrights, some were poets, translators, academic. You know, it was a huge mm-hmm. variety of people who responded. Um, and, the, you know, there were kind of some interesting facts where... Um, it was kind of this fact where it said um, the medium of pre-tax net earnings for professional writers was 11,000, right? But there was huge inequality in this. So the top 10% of professional authors earned 60,000 or more, 
and they earned 58% of all the money that was earned by professional authors. And the top 5%, and those were people who were earning over 100k, they earned 42% of that money. So my feeling was, was that there were a vast number of people within this survey where writing wasn't their principal mm-hmm. income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why some of the numbers were kind of being pulled down. Can I ask a mm-hmm. methodology, methodology question? You can ask how, it, I may not be answered. <laughs> how, were, how were people found? Who, who like... This was commissioned by... Um, As in, was it sent out to, like, writers groups and sites and people self-selected and replied yeah it was but sent okay. out it was sent out to um it's it's a organization for um I can't well is there a membership that yes. it was sent out to? okay yeah or, yeah 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 it was um did they do um royalties for, for okay so they, so they had a core group yeah that, who, who would receive royalties yeah and they contacted them, yeah. and those people responded. So yeah, okay. so they, they contacted like 35,000 of them, mm-hmm. and I think there was like, um, I can't remember how many responded. I'm um, sorry, yeah, there were um, 2,500 respondents, mm-hmm. um, and out of those, uh, 1,477 completed the survey, okay. Okay. which yeah. apparently, I checked, is a standard yeah, yeah, yeah. sample size, yeah, yeah, and no, very, hard, yeah. yeah, very reasonable sample size. Because mm-hmm. I was like, really, only that many? But mm-hmm. actually, yeah, no, no, it's, it's totally yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically that were kind of like my my first initial thing of this was like, how could authors earn so little money, right? 11,000 yeah. is like, no, no okay? Yeah. It's not the minimum wage, it's not, yeah, yeah. you know, so... It's not going to buy you a computer even, like, I mean, you know, you can buy a computer, but not... The tools to do your food. job. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, so I kind of felt like it's the same with any kind of entertainment industry, mm-hmm. right? The top you know, rock and roll legends, yeah. they're earning in their millions, yeah. right? But there are many, 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 many people who gig mm-hmm. on a Saturday yeah. night down yeah. in the local pub, get a couple of quid, and that's that's, yeah. that's it. Like mm-hmm. So um, I kind of felt like that was the same was coming out in this report. Because initially I was really turned off. I was like, 11K? Like, yeah. you must be joking me. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the number of hours that go in and all the rest yeah, of that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah. like, you know, and to be honest, I wasn't really writing to get rich quick, but, <laughs> you know. Choose a different path if you work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop now if that's your aim. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what I thought was really interesting was that 17% of the writers earned absolutely nothing from the writing. Mm-hmm. However, and that wasn't that interesting, 98% of that 17% had something published. So... Hmm. They were a lot of publishing for, for free. free. Yeah. yeah, so I thought that was interesting. There, there's been a couple of things that have happened online, actually, in that kind of space. Um, I think it was the oatmeal. Like uh, Will Wheaton got asked if he some someone like I think it was Huffington Post. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Sorry. <laughs> um, got a, he had written an article somewhere and I think got paid for it, and then the Huffington Post said, "We, you know, published this." And he was like, well, what are you paying? Yeah, and they were like, no, nothing. we have this um, incredible thing where lots of people read your stuff. And he, so he wrote an article that was like, uh, that doesn't, that's not good to me. Yeah. And yeah. then the oatmeal is this great, this great comic, um, which I'd really recommend. Um, it's very funny. Uh, he, like, similarly, I think, I can't remind them, some, some other website, I'm not going to name a website because that's probably going to be the wrong one, yeah. then reposted his post and so he changed the link, you know, because he's a website that hosts his cartoon, yeah. so he changed the link to the, to, to a cartoon where basically he, he um, 
asked his landlord if he could pay in internet <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. um, so I think there is a like I mean the, the, both of those people by the way would have books and be quite su- successful compared yeah. to this one yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah and so even then I think there's an awful lot of but it's funny that those people were then in this organisation for royalties mm-hmm. and they earned nothing yeah yeah so I think they must have earned something at some point or? possibly possibly I don't know um or um, possibly they have, I think you just have to have an ISBN to join. Okay. So yeah, they have, yeah, it's yeah. an ISBN, but they haven't mm. earned any money from mm. it. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I was really thinking about, because I, you know, because I was kind of thinking about, is it, because they're saying that the earnings for writers is going down yeah. and it's declining, but my question really was, is it that it's really declining or are there more and more people in the game kind of at a lower level? Pulling down that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, because so, there's more people now who are writing, like blogs are more popular, right. you know, everything's more popular. Is there anything that is, that has discrete numbers in it? Like, so that, you know, of, you know, that 176 people earned over 60,000. Yeah, oh and yeah. that would tell you whether it's gone up or down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave me all the tables. They gave me everything. <laughs> yeah. So um, if I was, you know, not, yeah, yeah. not so t- statistically challenged, I could no, possibly give like, you that information. Because then you could say, because like, if you could say that something like in, in a previous year, 10 years ago, there was mm-hmm. 300 authors who earned more than 60,000 and now there's only 100, you know. Like that would be that would show you that this, this that would take away it wouldn't well that would discount those like loads and loads of people who write stuff for very little. Well, what they're saying basically is the top ten percent yeah. earn over sixty k. Yeah, and I would say sixty k is a good wage. But mm-hmm. is that so? That's ten percent of all their respondents are people who are earning yeah. a wage. No, no. But my question is, how how many people is that ten percent? Mm-hmm. And is that is that people who earn over the sixty thousand? Is that going down? No. No. That so seems to me... It might be about <laughs> the same. Maybe okay. about the same. So the top earners are still the same, but the rest of the money is more... I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, they don't do a comparison. They don't do a comparison. Okay, that, so that's, that's how you'd really tell if, if overall... Like... It, you know, because I'd imagine more people are writing and putting the writing out there because it's easier yeah. and easier to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um... But <laughs> <laughs> I've handed more of the statistics. God, <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. yours now. <laughs> be a big part of your life. Yeah. No, I just wondered if there was discrete numbers rather than percentages, and mm-hmm. you know, they kind of are in further tables. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. Okay. You you this go look like at that. A very boring yeah. podcast. Right. Um, we flipped through paper. paper yeah. Uh, okay. So today's podcast. There was another thing I saw as yeah. well, and that was um, this huge difference between the genres. So oh. academics earn about four k. Right, yeah. but mm-hmm. they have that academic. If if they're academics and it's academic writing, yeah, then that's like just part of their job. And see, this mm-hmm. is what I'm trying yeah. to say: yeah. that there's a lot of writers here who are earning what it seems to be nothing, but actually writing is not the principal but, so, element of yeah, their job. If you wrote, write stuff in an so you get an academic book published. Mm-hmm. You don't really get any money for that, right? What happens is they do a hardback run. They what basically what they. They want to know is if they if they'll be on enough reading lists, right? Yeah. So they do a hardback run, you don't get any money from it, yeah. generally. And then they do a softback run if it's really popular, and then you might get some money from that. But you want the publication because the publication helps your career. Exactly. 
which is not the outcome from your writing. That's not yeah. So. It's not the point. So yeah. does this include like medical journals and things? Yeah. Well, it just said academic, I presume. Yeah. So then fiction writers earned a much more reasonable 30k. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. I was like, okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. audiovisual earned 34k. Audiovisual? No idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, yeah. it seems to be where the money is. So I'm really going to look into what the hell audiovisual <laughs> is and how do I get into it. Yeah. Um, and there was another good news story out of this that the gender gap was sort of closing. Yeah. So females earn 90 of what a male earns, uh, which I thought was very good. Uh, 42% of professional writers have agents. 66% of fictional writers retain their copyright. Mm -hmm. Um, 76% of professional writers have received an advance at some point in their career, although the value of that has decreased in the last five years. And these are most likely to be uh, writers for educational or non-fictional writers. Mm -hmm. Which, to be honest, I can feel like I can get on board with that because you know what you're getting with a non-fictional book. It's more predictable. Yeah, Yeah, and usually it's more pitched. So, like, somebody shows up and says, I'm going to write, like, this guy's life story. If you're an academic writer, you go and you say, six of my colleagues, my international peers, are going to put this book on their reading list. They're like, boom! Yeah. So what I need are international peers. Well, you also might need some sort of qualification. Hey, both of your works are going on my. (laughs) Do you know what? If I ever get lucky enough to teach a class, they'll go on mine too. (laughs) My poor students. We'll Uh, take this podcast down. We'll be available. They won't know. We'll hide the tracks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The royalty rates are between 9 and 10%. Because uh, I never knew how much that might have been. Mm-hmm. The return on investment for self-publishers who are saying their most successful book, so the best you could possibly achieve, is 154%. Return on investment so what is... what does that mean? Massive money. Yeah. It is like, you know, you spent 10 quid yeah. and you got back... Please don't make me do the math. No, but 154% <laughs> of 10 quid is, is 15 quid 40. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's 35.40. Because it's the, the oh. 20 plus the bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's 100, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Why so did I start this? We're writers, not mathematicians. <laughs> so, the return. So, so okay, let me, let me say something different then. The top 10% made 7K and the bottom 20% had a loss of 400 pounds. And, and why would, so self-publishing costs 400 quid. Is that what you're saying? Um, yeah, I think between kind of getting it edited and between okay. getting it up there. And so basically, we're already working on a loss because we're using professional services to help us yes. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that yeah. including those things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we haven't even like gotten to the point yeah. where like somebody could even consider paying us. So okay, go back to the. <laughs> and if wants to pay us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, self-publishing. Mm-hmm. So. So their most successful the most run got. Is- a return on investment of 140%, 140%. as she frantically looks through. Yeah. Um, however, it can be seen from the coefficient of the variation that the range of spending for self-publishing is very high. Oh, so okay. a typical return on investment is a modest 40%. The top 10% of self-publishers all made a profit of 7,000 7, or more. And the top... Sorry, the the... Whereas the bottom 20% made losses of 400. Okay. So that's just no. those editing costs and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. 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 But yeah. As the losses go, it's not like it's, it's you not. know. Well, you're not in the millions. 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So where are these Kindle millionaires then? Are they just a myth? Um, yeah, according okay. to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're totally fictional. Yeah. Well, are they a myth or are they not part of the society? Oh, maybe they yeah, weren't part of the... because uh, yeah, the, they don't the, go through this... The yeah. royalties yeah. thing, so, yeah. So that's why you have to think about the, the group that were asked, because there's also, like, there's always a self-selection bias, like, who's yeah. people who are likely to respond? Um, people with time in their hands, or me. <laughs> yeah. I like to respond to a oh, good survey. Oh, I love survey. an L survey, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But then there's also people who are, like, very that might be very invested in being representative in the society, and therefore mm-hmm. they want to respond as well. But if... Uh, is that society or that group of people representative of all writers? I suppose it would be representative of the traditional writers. And well, they certainly had, you know, I felt their respondents were a good mix between yeah. teachers and poets and, you know, audiovisual, whatever that is. I'm so looking that up. But is that, um, is it, there's not screenwriting and radio playwriting and sure. something else. I don't know. It's where the money is, man. Um, no, because scriptwriter is a different thing, okay. and mm-hmm. author-illustrator is a different thing, and translator is a different thing. What is it? Oh, the visual writer. Oh, are they those people that do, um, like, they write for, like, um, it's the audio description. If you're, for example, if you're blind, then you want to watch a TV show, and there's dialogue, but then there's somebody who goes, oh, now he jumps over there, and then he goes this, and then a man. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are people. I was listening to a podcast about it. I can't remember which podcast it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was quite yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we've now decimated these people's research and kind of badly well, no, presented I, it. No, well, yeah, it's not. <laughs> no bad thing to ask questions. I mean, and, uh, you know. I feel like a few definitions would have been helpful, but I, I really felt like they had definitions earlier. I just can't find them. Yeah. Oh, no, sure. Yeah. And, like, obviously, me just randomly asking you questions and not having done that <laughs> thing is, I'm sure it's written there somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it's so much easier for me to just ask you questions. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm going to move on from this yeah. because to be honest, you're kind of well, feeding it down. Well, what are, we, what are we taking away from it that we're never going to be millionaires? No, what I'm taking away from it is... To do the lottery an awful lot more. Yeah, no. What I'm taking away from it is that writing is much like any other entertainment business. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people down the bottom who want to do it because they love yeah, to yeah. do it. So there's a lot of people enjoy playing music. Mm-hmm. People just enjoy, you know, doing that. Other people just enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. At the top, there are rock stars. Yeah. There are people mm-hmm. who are just creaming it, and yeah. they are doing very well for themselves. Mm-hmm. In the middle, people are still kind of not making that much money. Yeah, yeah. So you need to be a rock star, or you need to have a second job. And, sure. yeah, I suppose a lot of the way we approach this is that it's the hobby thing to enjoy sure. it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's more than a hobby. Kate's the future rock star! <laughs> yeah! oh dear no I think okay so you brought up the question the professional writer Mm -hmm. right Um, it was in a previous podcast Mm -hmm. yeah now can you call yourself professional no if you spend most of your time writing how much percentage do you need to be spending or just if you're flat out if you're paid for something yeah I'm, I'm like, I'm that sorry, that is my definition of the difference between an occupational writer and a professional writer is a professional writer is somebody who earns the vast majority of their income directly from their but, writing. But that's not necessarily mm. the definition of the word professional, which is just that you would earn some money. So if you got But I really feel like, I feel like writer. if, you know, I feel like if you're a actress, okay, yeah. and you act in a play mm-hmm. on the Friday evenings of mm-hmm. a, a month, yeah. 
but you're also the marketing director. Yeah. And that is what earn, you earn I most of your money. I understand what you're saying, but then that you're not an actress. A professional actress. You're, but but you don't. They you're, are. No, I don't agree. I, <laughs> no, I really. To be honest, I don't agree because you're not an actress. You're a marketing director. So I, I think, think it's you incorrect. Know you can be more than one thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I think you can no. be more than one thing, and I think you know. No, like, I think no. If you're writing down, like you know, it goes in your passport. What do you do? Job is X, right? That's just but that's way not the are. question. That's not the question. Well, I feel like that is the question when you're talking about income, when you're talking about earnings, when you're talking about what is your profession. I feel like you can only say your profession is a writer if you earn the vast majority of your income from writing. Now, I don't. But that's when you're kind of saying like there's only one. I'm saying the meaning of professional means you earn money from it. That's all I'm saying, and I know Mm. what you're saying. You're saying what's your core activity that you know brings every day. But I think. I wouldn't like... I'd let people define themselves, to be honest. I don't, you know... Um, what kind of chaos is that going to have? People define the themselves. Mm-hmm. No, like, absolutely not. Not on my watch. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I... The meaning of professional means getting money from something. And, like, and I think this is what I'm arguing with this, is that, for me, the top 10% are actual writers. They earn a serious wage from their writing. And the top... 5% are rock stars. They earn mega books. But I'm going to say 90% of the people who respond to this survey, regardless of the fact that they, some of them do make money from the writing, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it is not their principal income. No, but so they should not be self-defining. Principal income mm-hmm. is not the same as professional. I know it's not, but I'm saying in terms of defining yeah, what that your is profession a very, is. That's a very interesting mm-hmm. question. But, but, but I just think like mm-hmm. that's a, you know, to say like, is this your primary income? And I think you're right mm-hmm. to say like, you'd be like, well, you know, like if someone said to you at a party, well, what do you do? And you said, I'm a writer because I earned 50 quid last year. Mm-hmm. But it might, you might not want to say, well, actually I work in whatever place. But I think that that's not the same as saying you're not a professional writer. You're also something else professionally. You know, <laughs> like it can be more than one thing professionally. But if you ask yeah. the question, where does your primary income come from? Then that's the answer. You're the marketing director mm-hmm. of whatever. Well, you or, see, I would say no. Like your business email is going to have one title on it. So that title is going to be... When you're working in that business. Yeah, but I mean, unless you've got several different businesses. Like most people have several one different job. Emails well, most people have one job. So for instance, the teachers that are writing books, their job is that they're teachers. They're not yeah, writers. They're professional authors as well. Yeah. No, they can also write, but their profession is that they're teachers. They get their main income from teaching. But they can have more than one profession, Kathy, is what I'm saying. No, I don't think they can. <laughs> no. Well, we'll never, uh, we'll never no. solve this, because I'll be like, the meaning of professional is you earn money, and you'll be like, no, no, I earn most of your money. Like, I, I think, you know... Well, I just think it's like, you know... bringing this up. Yeah, <laughs> well, I just think that, like, you know, I think people are very quick to say, oh, I'm an actress, oh, I'm a writer, oh, I'm a... Jogger, oh, I'm and I, and I thought we all had agreed. I thought we all had agreed that if you write, you're a writer. Yes. And becoming an author is a different thing, and that's yeah. why we're allowed to be the Irish Writers Podcast, <laughs> right? Because otherwise, Kathy, well, we would never say we're the Professional Writers Podcast. Not yet, but if I earn fifty quid, <laughs> okay, okay. Actually, in some ways, I am a professional writer. So yeah. I'm moving us on. I'm moving us on. Okay, so right, we're going up to Christmas. Um, so, what books are you guys going to be reading over Christmas? What what kind of like what what are your winter reads? My winter reads are. I I don't actually have a certain set of winter reads okay. other than How the Grinch Stole Christmas. 
I also read the nativity story okay. in the scriptures and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I generally read Lord of the Rings at Christmas, maybe not every Christmas, but a lot of Christmases. I do watch Die Hard while wrapping my Christmas presents every year. <laughs> All right. Um, right. So that's my like, you know, and I, I love it. I love a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So I'll, 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 I'll go into that. Um, but you? Yeah, uh, I'm. I don't really read the same books at Christmas. I kind of mm. take Christmas as a time where I try to read new books. Mm. Um, I, yeah. So I kind of I get um, I, I do the Christmas movies. Um, mm. so sort of wrapping the presents and all that sort of stuff. We've got Christmas movies in the background. Elf. Uh, Elf. Yeah, and uh, Fred Claus. Love that one. <laughs> uh, mine are all very juvenile, to be honest. Um, so yeah, but I like to take Christmas as kind of a time where I guess get like you know, new books or kind of, you know, yeah. try books I haven't gotten around to reading. Because you, you get or... new books at Christmas generally as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And um, also I think like our family gatherings anyway, there's always a big chaos to get down there. It's always mm. like, ah, run, 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 rush, rush, rush. But once we're there actually, there's a lot of downtime. You know? Yeah, <laughs> eating. yeah there is. <laughs> and and we're sitting around yeah. and, you know, all our stuff. So it's really nice to have kind of like a couple of books. And usually because we all gather you know, I'll get a few books, somebody else will get a few books, so we kind of, like, swap books, and, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you've got, like, a couple of weeks where you're all together, you've got access to all these books, you're, like, kind of trying to read them before you have to give them back, because they were technically yeah. somebody else's Christmas mm-hmm. presents. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this for you, I was yes. going to read it before yeah, you. Yes. Can I read it first? Because yeah. I'm going to be leaving in a week. Yeah, which you're going to have forever, it's yeah. yours, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you sneak it into your suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I never, I don't have time to read you're like visiting so many people. I'm visiting so many people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then because I only see them once a year, sure. Um, then they're just like, if I go and like, okay, I'm just gonna read my book. Then it's like, why isn't Kate interacting with? Them? Yeah. But, or you must have this people will actually come in and interrupt me. And see that I'm <laughs> yes, reading something I in know. like the closet somewhere because that's the only place I can go. With <laughs> <laughs> the torch. But hiding, like, hiding. No, yeah. Well, it's because I love you. <laughs> so come here. The seasonal stuff you read, or the stuff you does that? Do you find that influences what you're writing then? I do because I tend to pick up kind of really odd books, yeah. um, because you know I have that luxury of reading like a couple of pages, and if it's crap, I just like mm-hmm. with somebody else's gift anyway. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Try and make it look like you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I pick up like I found Kinky Friedman one Christmas um, because again it was somebody else's gift and loved it and got hooked on it, and mm-hmm. then like because he has a really distinctive way of writing, mm-hmm. so like I found like that kind of seeps into my writing. Or mm-hmm. do you know I like that if I start reading like lots of like nice long fantasies of beautiful descriptions yeah. you know suddenly my writing will slow right down and yeah. I'll be like oh you know I should yeah. describe more of this and yeah so I mean mm-hmm. definitely what I'm reading does definitely influence my writing mm-hmm. um so yeah if I'm kind of chopping and changing that's when yeah. my writing you know starts to appear quite <laughs> schizophrenic <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know so yeah what about you guys mm. I can't read the same genre Okay. And write at the mm-hmm. same time because then I will start. I, I don't know. It just it it mixes too much mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with what I'm my own creative creativity, and I just want it to be my. There's the question of like, is it an original thought? Or oh yeah. Different take on yes. the same thought. Yes. 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 Okay. But 
then I then I start reading it and I'm like, no, that was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, I'm like, this is so much better than what I'm and writing. The, or, that, yes. or that. Or that. And yes. then I stop writing for yeah a week. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I do tend to like to take some elements of a completely different style mm-hmm. of writing and try to yeah. see how yeah. how it can work with my own writing. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Sure. It does not work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tend, Sometimes it does. Yeah, I tend to read a lot of biographies at Christmas, actually. That tends mm. to be like, because, you know, when you're really stuck for a present, mm. you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a good biography. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. This rock star has written a book, so that, that's going to mm. be good. Um, so, yeah, and I, I think I'm, I'm actually, at the moment, I'm kind of focusing on biographies because I really like that first person and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of way it's told because I'm... I'm Hoping to bring some of that yeah. into my next. I'm thinking book. actually I might need to read some things like that because I'm writing from the first person, and because I'm pantsing, yeah. I never really He's thought about writing from the first, first person. person. Yeah. But it's it's good for my story. I know. You know, it like works yeah, yeah. 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 And, and like because my story is a very internal one. It's so far somebody having a nervous breakdown constantly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, fun times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but I, I started it without really thinking about what I was writing and I just started writing it. Mm. And now there's a couple of things I'd like to go back and read, like more first person stuff to mm. be like, how is this normally done? You mm. know, but I might, I might do it when I hit a real wall, you know, okay. like, um, because like that, I wasn't reading stuff like that. I have read stuff like it's pure fantasy. Sure. And I have read an awful lot of that. So part of me like that is like, like to go back to Tolkien because it's kind of set in a Tolkien-esque world and every so often I go oh, what was the thing I read I remember a vaguely a thing about this but, and I have been on some fucked up forums in the last <laughs> while <laughs> right. uh, there has been mad discussions about um, the uh, <laughs> every so often I have a question it was like how do orcs reproduce? Right. <laughs> Just Google it. Okay. And there are forums of people discussing it. Right. And I'm like, right. okay. You know, and they're referring to things in the text. And I, like, I have ideas and stuff I vaguely remember because I didn't read it with that in mind the uh-huh. last time. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like that, if I go back and read it, if I went and read it now... Would it just overly influence, like all, nearly all fantasy is sort of Tolkien-esque, right? So I'm not really that bothered about the fact mm-hmm. that I'm leaning on that tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, uh but then I kind of don't want to fall too close. I don't want to write fan fiction, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't want to be like, yeah, like that overly influenced. Mm-hmm. I want it, my story wants, I want it to be different. And it, it is, it is, it's a different perspective. And I think like a lot of those, you know, I have lots of interesting questions from, from stuff talking is done. So part of me yeah. is like, what did he say about that thing? You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. then I kind of wonder, would that be better to be, to look at after I'd finished the first draft? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. If I finish the first draft, yeah. Yes. Well, will. there will be yeah a big gap over Christmas, so hopefully we'll do some writing. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully I'll edit the other second thing and <laughs> for <laughs> something. I, yeah. I kind of have it in my head. There's a deadline for the fellowship is in January, and I sort of was like, well, you know, you could power through and actually mm-hmm. get to grips with that. Mm-hmm. And now that I've had a bit of a break from it, yeah, you know, yeah, it might be easier. An emotional yeah. break from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit of distance is yeah. always good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, that's us for this week. And um, just to let you know, yeah, yeah, that oh, we're going to yes. break for Christmas because um, we've all got homes to go to. Um, so we will be back at the end of January. Um, mm-hmm. 
week with mm -hmm. you guys again talking about more writing stuff and hopefully not arguing quite so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna take a dictionary with me next time. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, so thanks very much for listening the whole way to the end. And um yeah, yeah happy Christmas. Being with us yeah, yeah, yeah. On this, which has been quite interesting. It's been an interesting thing to do, experiment for us and You've yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, happy Christmas, guys. Bye. 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 Happy Christmas.